police in the morning. Universal Century 223. The Earth Federation has collapsed. Now, the Earth is ruled by the Congress of Settlement Nations, Consent. But a group of rebels, with the reluctant aid of former Consent Officer Mark Curran, discover a secret that could change the future of mankind forever. But Consent doesn't want this secret to get out, and they will go to any lengths, including starting a war, to stop it. The only hope is a new weapon. The G-Savior. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are. It's week four of Robot Month this this November. And we're taking a look at the 1999 Gundam 20th Anniversary Project G-Savior the Movie. Yes, friends. A live-action mobile suit Gundam movie that was made by none other than Canada. We all know how great live-action adaptations of anime are, so... Oh. Oh, boy. And it needs to go one step further, Paul. It was made for TV. It's just checking off all the boxes, isn't it? So, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. You heard what the back of the box had to say. Let's let's get the bad out of the way first, because I, I can't deal with it much longer. Paul, go ahead and, go ahead and start us. All right. Number three. Smoothies. So poorly paced, it drags on so much, it just focuses too much on the boring characters and their drama, and there's not enough Gundams fighting. Number two, the story was just so generic that I had a really hard time paying attention to anything going on. Bad guy military dictatorship versus good guy rebels in space with city sh shitty CGI robots. Number one. There are absolutely no references to any other any other Gundam series. There's nothing to any of the source material, which is really disappointing. I thought this was supposed to be like a passion project created by Gundam fans, but I, well, after watching it, it just kind of seemed like they stuck the label. Well, they, it's not even called Gundam. Like, is this at all like, like, a, like greenlit by? Anybody involved with Gundam or well, it was, like an it unofficial was, It thing? was produced by Bandai Entertainment. Oh, it was. Okay, and, so that's uh, just disappointing. Like, it, it is actually part of the... the It is the 20th anniversary Gundam Project movie. I mean, it is it is actually considered the 20th anniversary Gundam movie. Yeah, I was thinking, since they avoided using the name Gundam, that they it was some kind of copyright thing, but yeah, that's, and, this makes it even more disappointing. Yeah, I feel, I feel like there was somewhere. I mean, it it, 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 it considers itself as part of the, the Universal Century timeline, but then oh, again... The, I don't consider it part of any timeline. The, the highest, uh, if, if I remember correctly, at least from what I've watched in the Universal Century, was uh, F-91, which takes place in Universal Century 121, 122, something like that, which is 100 years before this. So this is 100 years into the future, past everything we've seen so far. They really everything downgraded and like within that hundred years. Yeah, because in in F ninety one you had fucking mini mobile suits and stuff which were really cool. But I, I I my bottom three number three, the characters in the plot are super generic. It's like you know I'm a scientist. I'm a former war hero. I'm bad. The, I'm good. The government is corrupt. They don't want us to progress. That that's that's the whole plot. Like. One of the things that I re that really annoys me about these kind of films is you've got the rebel group who are 
pure good, except they might be kind of emotional, and the other group, which are pure evil, like, there's nothing intelligent about that kind of plot. It's just like, we got bad guys and good guys. It, or... it reminded me in a lot of ways of the uh, of the pilot for the, the Doctor Who, the American version of Doctor Who, the, uh, the eighth Doctor, Paul McGann. It's because it was it, shitty. Because it was terrible and, like, super overacted with, like, nothing actually happening. And half the movie I'm just in my head going, Who am I? Number two. The utter lack of references to any other Mobile Suit series. Like, in all honesty, the only thing they did that referenced the series was have a space colony where people were living. And even that was all CGI, and I don't know if they ever actually used the words space colony, or if that was just something that was on screen in, like, a subtext, subtitle of some kind. Number one. We went nearly an hour before seeing any mobile suit action, and the first time you get to see the G-Savior in action, spoiler alert, it's shooting space debris so that the spaceship can fly through the debris field. Like, it's not even fighting other mobile suits. You get to see a couple glimpses of mobile suits before then, but it's just standing around doing absolutely nothing. There's no mobile suit action until a, nearly an hour or after an hour into the movie. The movie's only an hour and a half long. I also want to say that G-Savior is a stupid name, but there, it's out there. I mean, it, 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 yeah, it's even worse than G-Gundam. I mean, come on now. Shining Gundam. I guess because G-Gundam was already taken, they couldn't call it G-Gundam, so they called it G-Savior. <laughs> Alright, so what was, what was good about the movie, Paul? What were your top three? Uh, this was hard to find good things about this, but number one, I mean, it's a live-action Gundam movie, so yeah, that's in some ways cool, I guess. And, and here I'm thinking, you know, I'm looking forward to the, the, the legendary pictures live-action Gundam movie, which may or may not ever happen, and I was thinking, man, they're really gonna fuck it up, but then I saw G-Savior, and I'm like... Man, I'm really looking forward to another live-action Gundam movie. So all, like, subsequent live-action Gundam movies can't be any worse than this, so... God, I hope not. Number two. I had very low expectations going into this movie, so once I saw that there were, in fact, Gundams fighting in space, you know, I, I got everything I wanted out of it. And number one, CGI is fucking terrible, but... It's charming in that, you know, so bad it's good way. Way to go, Banda. So, for me, number three, the mobile suits themselves, I mean, because I'm a huge Gundam fan of, like, Universal Century stuff, seeing the influence of the Xeon mobile suits and the Federation mobile suits, which I guess could be considered a reference, okay. um, it, it, was, it was nice. Like, I was... You know, picking out different attributes from different mobile suits, and it's like, oh, they, they took bits of this one and that one, and the one was like a Zaku combined with a Kubele combined with the, uh, I can't remember now, I'm blocking the movie out already, we gotta get through this. Number two, terrible CGI. Like Paul said, it's fucking atrocious, but in like the best way possible. Everything moves sluggish, everything is like super undetailed. So boxy and clumsy, but glorious. But it's lovely. And number one, the actual mobile suit battles, even though the mobile suits were boxy Sick. and clunky and slow moving,
the explosions and the, the, the beam saber fight and everything else was so satisfying to see in a quote-unquote live action setting that uh, I could get past that and just be like, the battles, they were, they were the best part. You know, the last 20 minutes of the movie. This is the point where we would normally have a quote war, but unfortunately, since this has all the charm of a 1990s soap opera, the dialogue was shit. Get Sarah uh, favorite lines from other Gundam series. I don't know. It's a Gundam! <laughs> Shining finger! <laughs> Motherfucker. I don't know. Oh, I can't think of any others. I'm just, I'm just moving on. The Amarogs cry, and, you know, hero <laughs> Ewing's not do anything, stand there without a personality. Fucking new types. <laughs> Before I block this movie entirely from my memory, I have to give it my final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave it an 8 out of 10. I gave it a 7 out of 10. 8, which also happens to be the same amount of dollars I paid for this movie. So one drink for every dollar. G-Savior G is a super 90s-tastic made-for-TV movie that feels like just another episode of The X-Files or Star Trek mashed together. Sci-fi stuff is happening, guys! Look! And then suddenly, mobile suits appear and battle, and bam, the movie's over. It feels more like the pilot episode to a terrible TV show that never got slated to air than a standalone film. It shames me to say that this was created for the 20th anniversary of the original Mobile Suit Gundam. It's more an insult than a tribute, but it's still better than Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn. The only redeeming quality is how terrible the CGI in Mobile Suit Battles are, supplementary to that feature. Then again, I did like the fact that the costumes looked like they were pilfered off the set of Starship Troopers, but I'd still rather binge watch SD Gundam than sit through this piece of shit again. Ooh, harsh. <laughs> G-Savior is hard to even associate with anything Gundam-related. Aside from giant robots in space, it was more like a sci-fi adventure film than a war movie set in the distant future. It's not exactly an entertaining film by any means, and doesn't even try to make any noticeable references to the source material. I don't even think they use the word Gundam at all throughout the hour and hour and a half runtime. It's really disappointing considering this is the Gundam 20th anniversary project. I was under the impression this movie was supposed to be a tribute to the revolutionary giant mech franchise, but it was so different that I was left wondering if any of the creators have had actually watched anything Gundam-related. This is just another film in the long run of shitty live-action anime adaptations. The Gundam franchise deserves much better than this. The more I think about it, like, everything Mobile Suit Gundam-related to this movie was all in the CGI. So I'm thinking that this movie was actually meant to be, like, space planes and space fighter pilots, but someone was like, hey, maybe we can, you know, just turn it into a Gundam movie, and so they just changed up the CGI, that if that happened, they didn't have to change any of the dialogue, they didn't have to change any of the filming, it was just CGI stuff that they had to change. It, it kind of makes sense in the long run that, that that makes more sense than this was actually meant to be a Gundam movie. But they had, I, I bet the story of how this was made was interesting. I, I, I'm gonna guess a lot of things went wrong with budget and developing and other things like that. But, you know, because it's, it's not fully blocked out of my mind yet, it's time to uh, drink away this flick.
Oh wait, did, did you get? Did you score it? No. Yeah, I, oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> I know this movie's just corrupting your mind. I I, hear yeah, I, I, I gotta get rid of this. We gotta, we gotta drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum 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 bum. What well, remember? But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Because we're going to give you some drinking games that you may or may not, you know, follow for this movie. Number one, every time somebody talks about bioluminescence, take a drink. Number two, every time a military rank is stated, take a drink. Number three, whenever a character is corrupt, take a drink. And number four, anytime the G-Savior shoots something, take a drink. But of course, have to have number five because it's robot month. Every time a robot makes a mechanical whirring noise, take a drink. Every time you see terrible CGI, take a drink. Every time someone is in a military uniform, take a drink. Every time someone is betrayed, take a drink. And every time a scene takes place in space, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any th thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, and my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats from our website bmoviebros.com, where we're going to each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, four movies, four weeks. We're not doing a fifth movie this month, even though it's one of those five-week months, we'll both, you know, not be in town. So instead of bombarding with ourselves, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna take a week off, uh, but we have to rank the movies we saw this month, so let's, let's rank them. For me, number four, G-Savior, this pile of shit needs to burn in hell. Number three, Death Machine. I, I liked the, the villain, hero, villain, computer guy. He was cool. Everything else was bad, and the T-Rexy robot. Number two, Robo Vampire. You had Discount Robocop fighting Chinese vampires. It was fucking fantastic. And number one, Battle of the Damned. Lolf, Gun Lolf Gundren. Dolph Lundgren <laughs> teaming up with robots to fight the undead. It was it was everything that it wanted me to, to watch and more. What else do you want in a movie? Number four, G-Savior. I, I don't think I need to explain that one. Number three, Death Machine, because I had actually forgotten what we watched in the second week, so, yeah, couldn't have been that good. Number two, Battle of the Damned. I know, Dolph Lundgren, army of robots fighting zombies. However, Godfried Ho's ro robo-vampire is just so bad that I can't help but enjoy it. It's got that Godfrey Ho charm in every aspect. It it is a really hard a really hard pick between Robo Vampire and Battle of the Damned. Well, like I said, we're we're not doing a fifth movie this month. If you want to check out, we have we have a Thanksgiving special from a couple years ago, which is my one of my favorite recordings that we've done. And uh, who knows, fun. maybe maybe we'll put up something else special for next week. But uh, the next time we're gonna do a movie, we're gonna get together. We're gonna have something fun. One of, one of my personal favorites. Christmas time is around the corner. So we got to do something with a Christmas present in it. So we're going to take a look at Gremlins. Oh so, boy. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. And happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs>